Hello, and welcome to Farmers Capital Conversations. I'm your host, Casey Silveria. This podcast aims to expand your social, intellectual, and economic capital. Investing on and off the farm is hard enough. Here, we will provide insightful stories and resources to help out. Full transparency, this is our shameless way for you to like us and hopes you partner with us down the road. Lastly, there are no ads here. All I ask is you enjoy and share if you find value. Now, on to the episode. We started thinking about, well, who are the people that are living their best lives? Who are the people that are financially free? And they're business owners and they're real estate investors. And so we started talking about how do we become real estate investors? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Farming for Passive Income. I'm your host, Casey Silveria. Today, we are joined by Travis Smith, who is the founder and CEO of TribeVest a platform that makes it easy and safe to invest as a group and do deals together in as little as 48 hours. He started his career at Morgan Stanley, but realized the most direct path to wealth and financial freedom wasn't through Wall Street or as an individual, but as a group. So I'm excited to get Travis on the show um, for a while. Um, So yeah, welcome to the show, Travis. Casey, it is a pleasure. Been looking forward to this. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I love the concept of TribeVest. Um, I think our both of our investment theses are very similar in that we like to operate as a group, a community, come together and go take down bigger, larger deals and diversified assets. So I just love the the whole mentality of, of TribeVest that you've started. Well, thank you. Yeah, you know, I think... Um, it's it's about how do you leverage your most valuable resource your most valuable as asset is your network is your community is your tribe those are the people that uh you know are there to support you so how do you leverage it and and uh, excited to talk to you about tribe vesting and uh, giving people the ability to come together in a super easy way and i think that's the unlock the unlock is never before has it been easy to do this, and now it's 10 times easier, 10 times safer, 10 times less expensive, and infinitely more transparent to invest mm-hmm. as a group. Now, when I hear these things, is that because it's technology that is allowing us to expedite this process, or is it how TribeVest operates? Like, what, what are the, some, some of the ways that people can leverage those efficiencies. Yeah, I love that question because what happened? What changed? Like Yeah. Why why now? Well, the answer is group investing we didn't invent it and it's about as proven and uh you know solid of a strategy as they come, right? But unless you grew up on a in a country club and um you know had this network of advisors and attorneys like those things people all the time in those country clubs are coming together forming llc's you know ratifying their operating agreement pulling in capital and going and taking down good deals they've been doing it for centuries right so what's changed well um we've always been told don't do business with friends and family Okay, there's truth in everything, but wait a minute. We ask the wealthy, and they'll tell you to do business with people you know, like, and trust. <laughs> what gives? 
well, they've set it up the right way, right? Don't yeah. just do business without doing it the right way. So uh, before Tribest, setting up a tribe and a investment group, it it like it's it was it stunk. I mean, it was it was hard, and and it, like each little one thing on its own, not hard. Like oh, you could figure out where to file the LLC. Um, yeah, open up a bank account. Okay, that is hard, especially yeah. if you need all the members there to open it up. And then you know, what about the cap table management? We could do that on a spreadsheet. Uh, well, what about communications? How do we all stay on the same page? How do we operate? How, who do we do? Who does the taxes? So any one thing on its own, like, oh, cool. Like we can do this on our own. But what my brothers and I found was as we, you know, continue to go down this path of, of forming a business together to invest, um, it was, it became more and more uh, obvious that it was, it was difficult and it was a burden. So what's changed? Try best. Now there's an app that you know you can you can open up uh come up with the the terms the charter of the uh, the tribe invite your members uh agree on a capital contribution uh, agree on the rules uh ratify your operating agreement uh open up a business bank account and be wiring your funds in as little as 2 days now everything has to happen uh, from everybody coming together perspective, but the technology itself gives you that ability to do it. I like to compare it, uh, Casey, to, um, and I'm probably showing my age here, but I remember the first time I heard about Uber. Like, mm -hmm. like I was like, what? No, like Uber, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard of, right? <laughs> and now, yeah. like jumping into somebody's, in a stranger's car and wait, what, what is this? So what happened? Well, Uber, the app made it safe and easy to the point now where with my phone, I summon a stranger to my house, jump in the back seat of their car without saying a word to them. And they drive off and take me to wherever I need to go. And so it's, it's like that. I mean, it's Chivas has, made something that sounded kind of crazy before really commonplace. Yeah. Really commonplace. There's a lot of moving parts when you're forming a business, but I like that you guys break it down into those steps because for the most part, like you said, in the country club, like there's, there's very similar processes in each step. Who's providing the capital, who's going to do the taxes, who's going to operate the asset, you know, all, all of these things. Each business has those things. So you're, it sound, sounds like TribeVest is more or less simplifying that process, you know, assigning accountability, perhaps, in each of those responsibilities, and then executing it. Yeah, it, 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 you know, there's certain requirements when you form a partnership, right? Um, and tracking, keeping track of things. Making sure that you're showing, uh, you know, everybody's agreed on these things, and just by virtue of using the platform, you're tracking all your transactions. You're tracking all your uh, conversations. Are we going to do distributions this quarter? You know, all those things are there. So again, just by virtue of using the platform, keeping yourself 
in more compliance and compliance with what you've, the business you formed. Right. Mm -hmm. And you used a great example. It was, um, you know, you, you used the, an example of an active, say, real estate deal, right? Where somebody in the group is maybe doing the operating, maybe doing some of the heavy lifting. And you, you can think about this as a joint venture, like in terms of active real estate, joint ventures, uh, JVs, you know, mm -hmm. are commonplace. Well, Tribest, you, you can launch your joint venture and have that all on a single dashboard with each of the members, right? The other application that we have is um, limited partners investing into syndication. And mm -hmm. you're like, wait a minute, if I'm a limited partner or a passive investor, wouldn't I just invest right into the syndication? And yes, yes, you would. And you should, and you should. Um, but we do have tribes coming together uh, for a couple of reasons. One, to hit a minimum threshold, right? So if it's $100,000 to get in, um, I can come together with five of my buddies and we each put in 20K. So all of a sudden I can do more deals. Like maybe I'd only do one or two deals a year. Now I can get into 10 deals because I'm diversifying and I'm doing that with my, my tribe. Uh, the other example is this idea of going from a limited partner, which comes at certain terms, and then not always, but a lot of these fund managers, a lot of these syndicators, they offer special terms if you come in at a bigger amount. So, yep. for example, if, if, I, if I wrote a million-dollar check, would I get preferred terms or would I get a a you know a different class of share and the answer is yeah you just you would have to ask or it probably is already established that they have those different tiers so when you're when you're interviewing your sponsor or interviewing your fund man manager you should ask about those things we again we call it going from a limited partner to a super limited partner right which is like it's great because you're not a GP, which you don't want to be anyway if you're a passive mm -hmm. investor, yep. right? And um, but you're still you're still getting terms that are super exciting. So um, that's that's the other one. Mm -hmm. Now what so we don't do, yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say now what well, we don't do yep. right is um, if you were syndicating a deal, right? If you were the one syndicating a deal. Uh, you wouldn't use Tribest. Not that you couldn't, but that's not one of our turnkey solutions, right? You would um, you would work with your attorney or some other uh, partner out there to kind of put those terms and deals together. And um, so, anyway, I just wanted to clarify that. Mm -hmm. No, that's a good clarification. And so, when we say GPLP. Um, GP is just an acronym for general partner. Those are the guys going and operating the deal. They are, think of them as like the CEO of a deal. And then when we have a deal, we bring in our LPs, another acronym for limited partners, also known as passive investors. So those are the guys and gals providing capital into the deal. If the GPs or operator don't have enough capital, 
then they come together and the GPs will give the LPs, passive investors, preferred returns, um, usually ranging from 6 to 10% is what I see. And then very um, favorable profit splits, ranging anywhere from an 80-20 split to a 50-50 split, where 80% of the profits go to the passive investor first, and then 20% to the operating partner. So those are some of the deals that I see. And so when Travis, that's a really good point um, that I, I'm glad you mentioned that TribeVest doesn't really syndicate deals, like syndicate as in form a new deal, but they can form deals as a single entity, as a limited partner investing in another syndication. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So me coming together with a group, uh, forming an LLC, pulling capital so that we could deploy more capital to get into a better deal uh, 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 or get better terms in a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're essentially getting more. Well, when you think about it from the the GP side, the operator would would you rather deal with let's say ten investors, ten limited partners, or five limited partners? And so the entity that you form in TribeVest would be perhaps one of those five. 100%. 100%. In fact, you know, our distribution channel in terms of how do people find out about TribeVest, it usually is the syndicator, right, the, uh, the deal sponsor, the GP, uh, they're saying, hey, we would love to introduce you to our investor network because we want to empower them to come together and write bigger checks, right? So, yes, as far as the, the deal sponsor, the deal create, you know, the person that made the deal and uh, put the deal together, they would way rather have one check than five, right? Yep. And so they incentivize you to come in at a, you know, as a single check, as a single check. And you think about it because there's a lot of admin that goes into managing investors. Um, and so anytime they can uh, get, you know, make that more streamlined and work with less investors, uh, that's it's one of the reasons why the uh, the minimums are so high, right? It's not because they don't want, more people participating in them, I guess it kind of is, but it's less about they would love to do business with a ton of people, but the more uh, investors they work with, actually the bigger the admin in which they need to sink costs into. So it's a cost savings, which is a well-run operator, a well, a well, well-run syndicator. Mm-hmm. You want them thinking about how to minimize their costs and one way they do it is by raising the um, the minimum check so that they can only you know they only have so many checks to process. Yeah, exactly. So with TribeVest, you and your five buddies can come in, gain that ten thousand dollar minimum that a syndicator or an operator is offering, and come together and invest in their deal as a limited partner. Now, one thing, Travis, I would love to dive into, if you could, real briefly, it's a little bit technical, but I think it's a good clarifying point for us. 
And that is accredited versus non-accredited entities and limited partners. Would you be able to like go down a little rabbit hole with us um, as you see that delineation? Absolutely. So, um, of course, uh, accredited, it's well documented. Uh, you can go to the IRS and uh, SEC, but it's just these thresholds in which you can be qualified as accredited. And, um, and so you're either accredited or you're not. And, um, and we can, we'll talk about how you know if you're accredited and how to prove you're accredited. Uh, but, um, you know, there's basically mainly two deal types out there. There's 506B, um, and this can include uh, uh, unaccredited people that you know, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's key. You have to kind of know who they are. So if I'm a syndicator, I'm deciding if I'm going to do a 506B or a 506C. And if I do a 506B, um, I can I can do business with a limited number of unaccredited investors, and um, and so that's great. That's great. Now most of the deals out there I've seen are the five hundred six C, and those uh, are for accredited only, for accredited only, and so. To qualify for to to invest in those, you have to prove you're accredited, and um, and then when it comes to the tribe, you know, well, can the tribe invest in it? Well, you it would you would have to have all your members would have to verify that they are accredited, and we actually offer that service um, if you chose for us to do that. But mm -hmm. yeah, you would. So for a tribe to be accredited, all the members would need to be accredited. Yeah, that that's a really good clarifying point um, because oftentimes when you see deals, or I see a lot as a limited investor, limited passive investor as well. You know, I see advertisements on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Come invest in the syndication. Here's the minimum. It has preferred returns, etc. But um, you those have to be 506C deals according to the SEC because they're being advertised. So when I'm looking th at that as a passive investor, it's like, well, are they dotting their I's, crossing their T's to make sure it's 506C? And that gives me basically more knowledge that I have to be accredited in order to invest in that deal or join or have a group of friends and family, they also need to be accredited to join these deals. Um, so that's a that's an interesting point and that's something the SEC looks um, looks for when they're analyzing deals, you know, picking them apart and making sure people and operators are doing the right thing. So it, it's just good to clear, clarify those things. For sure. And I don't have any details on this, but I, I do think that there's something coming down the pipe in which uh, even non-accredited investors can take a certain test and become accredited, which is, would be really cool, right? So you're – because basically what the government is saying is yeah. you're not smart enough uh, to invest in these deals unless you make so much money, which is just yep. crazy, 
right? But it is crazy. That's that's how it is right now. And so, but into their credit, the rumor is, and I I think it's been confirmed, they are going to be giving people the ability to take a test, um, and even without those wealth or income thresholds being met, you could technically be a uh, accredited investor, which is cool. That's good news. I didn't know that was coming out. I really hope they come out with something like that soon because, I don't know, I think it's a double standard that they allow everyone to invest in every public company they want up to however many dollars they want, yet for some reason they have this threshold in the private equity space that you have to have certain thresholds to invest in in these deals. Um, so I think it's kind of a double standard. So it's good to hear that they're rethinking that process. Yeah, I think it's it's good news and a win for uh, the rest of us, right? You know, so it's the old, you know, how do you break into real estate if you know, all these barriers of entry are there. And it's just one more barrier of entry. Um, and and so that one, hopefully we can break, tear that one down. We're tearing down kind of these high minimums. Again, you can come in and form a tribe and now get into deals that you wouldn't have on your own. You can now get into better term deals that you wouldn't have gotten into on your own. So it's all about breaking down uh, barriers. Yeah. It's true. That's where the value is. I love it. Um, so, Travis, you wouldn't mind. Do you have one story that we can really stick on to with TriBest? Like we've been talking about real estate. You know, everyone, it's pretty tangible. But do you have any other stories that you, you could share for our audience today? Yeah, a- absolutely. I'll share two real quick. Um, first is the origin story. I, I meant to share that at the front. But I think it's important that people understand where Tribe Best comes from. So my brothers and I, 15 years ago, it was during the Great Recession. Uh, we went on a fishing trip to Patagonia, Chile that we couldn't afford, but we did it anyway. And because um, that's what we do as brothers, we show up. And um, and really, you know, during that time, a lot of people around us were losing their jobs, uh, losing all the wealth uh, that they had in the stock market, uh, in their homes. And we were reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And we really kind of figured out that, man, what we were promised isn't going to work, right? Um, just the yeah. kind of going through the societal checklist of go to school. Uh, get a job, retire, you know, it, that wasn't going to work. Nine to five. Yes, not going to work, especially for us, but not going to work for anybody. And and so we we started thinking about, well, who are the people that are living their best lives? Who are the people that are financially free? And they're business owners and they're real estate investors. And so we started talking about how do we become real estate investors? Well, we had all kind of on our own gone out and tried to figure out how to break in. And it was hard because you need capital. You need lots of capital at the time. We didn't have capital sitting around. So um, we came together and said, listen, let's do it together. 
and um, and we formed an LLC, opened up a business bank account, started pulling five hundred dollars each a month, right? And at the time, that was a lot. But over the year, we had twenty five thousand dollars in capital pulled, and um, and we did our first real estate syndication deal, and then we did our next, and then we did our next, and we did our next. And we now look back and we realize that by forming and funding that investor tribe, we unlocked a future uh, that we could have never achieved on our own. So, you know, we've experienced firsthand the power of, in fact, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now, having left my career job and having launched TribeVest five years ago, if it wasn't for the financial freedom that my investor tribe uh, afforded us. So anyway, I love to share that story. Um, and then, um, I, I, you know, I think the next story, I've, I've shared a couple of them, but um, I think what's really cool are these communities and how TribeVest is using communities um, and, and communities are using TribeVest. And we think of it as like, um, community personal finance and this idea that, mm -hmm. hey, um, there's no advisor out there. Thank goodness there's, uh, you know, podcasts and resources like you. Um, but where do I go to learn? Where do I go to grow? Where do I learn to get advice? And we love to see these communities forming and they're not they're not um there's no advisor there's there's no one trying to sell anything they really are limited partners trying to figure this out and together they find deals they uh do due diligence on deals they um you know and then they say let's do the deal and some of them write checks in together and you know how that's stressful when you're writing big checks like that you want to ha do it with other people. So I think that's, you know, to me, that's the coolest thing coming out of this is how the market is filling that void, right? They're, they're with education, with podcasts like yours, communities like yours, and other communities out there. People are getting the resources and being informed through community and they have confidence to find deals. They have confidence to, to get into deals. And it's really transforming. And TribeVest is a small part of that, right? They're, they're using our infrastructure, our collaborative and banking infrastructure to do deals and level up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that touch on community. And I think it's important to know they don't even have to be your local community. A lot of the communities that I'm involved with now, they're across the globe. Yeah. And you can form these yeah. communities and come together and purchase real estate, purchase other assets. Ooh, speaking of that, Travis, what what's like a weird thing that people are using TribeVest to go to go do? Oh my or are gosh. there? Is it is it mostly real estate or are there some it is, odd it is mostly things? real estate, right? Well, no surprise. Like real estate is the most proven path to wealth. Uh, the benefits are incredible, right? It's cash yeah. flow. There's leverage. Uh, you can get your principal back out of it. There's tax advantages. So 
real estate's number one, but we do love to see all sorts of things. Because the truth is, the best investment is the one you're most familiar with. Mm. Right? So yeah. you're never going to – the best investment isn't the one that gets you see on the internet, right? Or, you know, someone shouting about on Twitter or, you know, Insta. It's, yeah. it's the one you're most familiar with, right? So I think about farmers, you know, it's literally the deal around the corner. It's the area that you're most familiar with. It's the industry you're most familiar with. So, you know, if, as I think about your audience, I think about um, them leveraging their experience, their know-how, and the ins and the outs, and in land, and in it being at some type of operation. So, anyway, I challenge your, your team or your uh, audience to kind of Think about the best deal is the one you're familiar with. But to that point, we have people investing in cars, right? Like collectible cars. Mm, we have people okay. investing in uh, cards, like, uh, you know, $100,000 baseball cards. And Those are still knowing that market. So they're coming together, they're buying it, and then they know the market. Uh, painting paintings and art um uh racehorse is a personal favorite uh that was one that my brothers and i did uh which was not an investment at all it was but it actually worked out great uh we ended up uh catching lightning in the bottle and smaverless was one of the top earning racehorses in the country that year um so anyway you know a lot of small houses I think that's kind of cool. A lot of farmland, uh, people investing in tiny houses. People are excited to come and stay in Airbnb on farms. Like there's some really cool investments that are uh, out there. A lot of our technology driven, you know, we're kind of proud to be a part of that technology driven piece. But uh, yeah, man, all sorts of mm -hmm. really cool things coming. Yeah. That's great. Racehorses. That's a cool one. But it all comes back to what you know, what you're most comfortable with. I mean, that's why I moved into real estate. I understood it. I had some single family properties. Those make sense. And then I see my other investments in my 401ks invested in all these companies. I'm not familiar with any of those companies. I don't know the operators. I don't know the C-suite of any of those companies I have supposedly stock in. But I do understand real estate. So that's where I focus on now. And so I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. Like focus on what you know and what you think you're best at. Right. Or find people that know it, that you know. Like so invest, like passive investing 101, right, is look, maybe you, you don't know real estate really well. But if you want to passively invest in it, get to know the sponsor, right? Get yeah. to know the operator. So if you can, if you find people you know, like, and trust, and um, and you get to know them, then that is a, that's another good way to find the best deals. So you either get to know the investment itself or the operations yourself, or 
find and get to know really smart people that are high value, you know, good values and, um, you know, people you can, you can trust and, and invest with, which is cool. Go into business with them. Yeah, exactly. Leverage our skills and expertise. I mean, that's kind of why I exist for my investors. Like I don't expect them to know all the technical details of the operating agreements of the PPMs. I think they should understand them. Absolutely. They, as they should, they are investors in the deal. Um, but the very like specific eyes that we're crossing, like those are like very technical details that, you know, as long as I understand them and I can communicate that how they're going to affect the passive investor, like that's, that's kind of my world and where a lot of us, a lot of us live in. So, um, Travis, this has been great. Um, I think I'd love to end on, you know, future plans about TriVest and, you know, what's like the one thing that you'd like to leave listeners with. But um, yeah, so where do you see TriVest going in the future? Well, um, we're we're in it to change the world. So uh, we want to completely reshape uh, and redesign how people invest in the private markets. So we won't stop till we have a million investors on our platform, and um, and we're we're just going to keep making it easier, safer, and more transparent. And um, you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're what we're doing is we're going really deep, industry by industry. So whatever the private investment is you can do it on TribeVest. And now we're just doing little beachheads of deeper and deeper dives. And right now we're working really hard with real estate syndicators and sponsors of how we can help um, the, leverage their investor network so they can empower them to bring more capital so they can do more good. That's great. Yeah, trying to focus more on real estate, helping both parties, really. 100%. Yeah, I think that's what's cool is, uh, you know, the, the sponsor, the operator loves us because we make it easier on them. And, um, and then they like it because we empower their investor base, uh, their network to do more, more, uh, you know, pulling of capital. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, we will definitely need to chat after this call about our future plans for that exact thing. So that's great. I love it. Cool, Travis. Well, we're coming up on about 30, 35 minutes. You know, I'd love to leave the audience with one key takeaway that you'd like to leave us with. Yeah, I think, you know, the question I get the most, right, is, how how do you what's the most what's the most important step to tribe vesting and you know starting a tribe and just like anything especially in real estate it's start start um you know if you if you wait until you have it all figured out um you know it might not ever happen so uh my advice is to start and that's how you learn and um and that's that's how we built TribeVest was, you know, one tribe figuring it out, stumbling, falling, 
and uh, and then you know learning from that, building a platform. But um, yeah, I think that's my big advice: take action. Um, there's great resources out there, uh, and as long as you're with your tribe, you know there's nothing out there that should scare you. So uh, partner with your tribe and get out there and take action. I love that. That really resonates home with me, especially recently. You can keep learning and learning and learning, but you have to take action. Action builds confidence. And the more confidence your tribe has, the bigger things you can do. Yeah. You don't learn from thinking. You learn from doing. Yeah. But the school system wants us to think, Travis. Think so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking's not bad, but... You'll never learn unless you do, as you know. That's, that's for sure. Well, Travis, where can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more? Yeah, come to trybest.com. Uh, best place to follow me is probably on LinkedIn. So you can put in Travis Smith and Tribest, and my profile should pull up. And, um, you know, just send me a request and let me know you heard me on this podcast. So, I I know uh, to accept you and uh, filter through uh, what seems to be just more and more spam on any of these platforms. But yeah, that's a great place to to find me. And uh, and then you can also just go to the tribevest.com. You can request to talk to somebody. You can chat uh, by all means. We'd love to help uh, help you learn more about uh, the power of tribe vesting. Awesome. Well, thank you, Travis, so much for coming on, sharing some nuggets, kind of explaining how TribeVest works, the benefits. Um, I've had a great time, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. Me too, Casey. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. To all the listeners, please rate and subscribe. Please check out TribeVest. Um, Travis is doing great things over there, so highly recommend. And with that, we'll see you on the next episode. See you, everyone. Thanks, Travis. Bye.